Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Travel Time with Karen, with your host, Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours. Get ready to visit some exotic places at home and around the world, and find out how to make your next vacation the experience of a lifetime. Now, here's Karen. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jambo, boltarde, Everything's iry and good afternoon. It is a fabulous day here in Austin, Texas, and it's travel time with Karen. And I'm Karen Duncan, owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours, a leisure travel agency in the Austin area for 19 years, and we specialize in travel that piques your passion. If you need help with travel planning, group travel management, or would like to learn to be a group leader, contact one of our agents at 512-252-8919 or visit us at Peaks cruisetours.com. We would love to work with you. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Blog Talk Radio. We are a group of people that have gathered here to tell you all about everything there is to do locally and internationally that we feel that you would enjoy. We've got Shelda Grant. Shelda is doing our fun facts today. Dwayne Walters is bringing on our callers. We've got Mitchell in the back taking care of business. Lindsay will be calling in with Living Local for the week. And Yolanda is doing Eating Local, and she is online and ready to do her segment today as well. She's got some good stuff. And if you go to our website, Travel Time with Karen, I'm sorry, the Facebook page, Travel Time with Karen, you can see some of the things that she posted from her um, adventures this past week in and locating some good foods and eats in the Austin area. And if you've got anything that you would like for us to post on Facebook, send it to us. We would love to see where you're eating and drinking and uh, what events you're attending in the Central Texas area. We want you to be our friend on Facebook. Then I can't forget our little mascot, Thunder One Love Von Cletus Duncan our new German Shepherd puppy who stays in trouble, and I think he's in the doghouse today. He's been a bad boy. But that's what puppies do. Call us on the line if you would like to ask questions or would like to make a comment. Our phone number is 646-716-9154. That's 646-716-9154. We would love to hear from you. Well, this is Valentine's week, and I know for some people it causes great pain, and for some people it's a lot of fun. But all I wanted to say about it today was don't forget the people that you need to show appreciation to, those people that you love, whether it's a significant other, a spouse, your children, or just your closest friends, even your customers if you're a business owner. It's not too late to plan something special. Even if you can't pull it off on the 14th of February, because most of the restaurants are already booked uh, reservations, but a card with what they can expect in the future will make most people happy. And I wanted to give a shout out to our listeners and say we love you and happy Valentine's in advance. Well, the things that are coming up that I feel are important, there's one thing in particular that I want you guys to put on your calendar, and that is Peaks Cruises and Tours 20th Anniversary and Travel Fest 
at Hawaiian Falls in Pflugerville, Texas on March the 5th. We're having events all day, and we have some great companies coming in, um, and even Jamaica, who we will have on the show today. Um, but the tra- the festival starts from five is from five to eight p.m. It's a Thursday evening. Come on through. We're going to have little passports for you to go through and uh, talk to all of our uh, travel partners. Get your passport stamped. We'll be giving away door prizes, and then we're going to be giving away the grand prize, which will be some tickets to Cancun. Compliments of FunJet Vacations. We would love to see you there. We'll have a ribbon cutting that morning from 11 to about 12:30, and of course, during all the all the day, we we always have to have food and we always have to have drinks. So you need to stop by. We're going to have cake from Little Mama. She's making us a beautiful anniversary cake, and we would love to see you. A couple of uh, promotions that are going on this week. Uh, Southwest Vacations is offering $200 off Mexico. You have a booking window of up until February the 23rd, um, and you and it's good for travel through June the 30th. We have a special code that we can use to give you that $200 off. Globus Family of Tours is offering $1,000 off per couple on select 2015 all-inclusive um, packages for Britain and Ireland vacations. And FunJet Vacations is offering 65% off of the Caribbean at select hotels. If you are having a special occasion coming up within the next 12 months and you would like some ideas on how we can make these um, occasions even more special, give us a call. And that means even if you want to do something locally, we are experts in the area of food and events and hotels. We have connections with people in the hospitality industry all over Central Texas, even the state of Texas. And we would like to be able to help you pull off your special event, whatever that is. It could be a birthstone or a, a birthday or a anniversary milestone, a graduation for someone, a family reunion. Uh, we really would like to be your experts that you go to when you need some um, when you need some help putting some events together. Also, if you're planning a group, if you know that you people are calling you and saying, "Hey, let's get together for a trip this year or next year," um, let us be your resource and call us first. Don't go online. Uh, don't try to do it by yourself. Let us. Let us help you take care of that. Today on the show, we have the privilege of having Mr. John Wilcox, who is from the Jamaican Tourism Board, and he's going to call in a, a little bit later about and talk to us about Jamaica, which happens to be one of my favorite destinations. You hear me talk about it all the time. And what makes it fun for me are the people. I love the people, and I love the food. And he's going to go a little more in-depth than that about um, why you should choose Jamaica this year when you're planning your summer vacation or why just Jamaica in general. Um, it, it tends to still be at the top of people's list of places to go. The cruise lines are, have uh, built additional infrastructure there so that they can take more ships in and more people. So it's a hot spot still. And there's lots of activities and lots of things for everyone. 
travel news. Now, I thought this was interesting, and, and um, Sheldon, Yolanda, and Dwayne, you guys may want to uh, chime in on this a little bit, but United Airlines it has reportedly considered narrowing their seats on their flights. And they're talking about narrowing the seats on their long-haul flights, not the flights from here to Dallas where it wouldn't make a difference. But they're talking about narrowing their seats from here to across the pond, which could take, you know, 10 hours, 15 hours worth of flying time. They're introducing rows with 10 seats on their long-haul Boeing 777 and the change would allow the airline to add as many as 100 more seats per plane, depending on the current seating configuration. And what's really strange about this is the trend of squeezing seats, the seat width, clashes with the fact that the U.S. trend is more than one-third of American adults are obese, a rate that has been on the rise since the 70s. I kind of want to know what your feelings are about that. How are how are we supposed to fit into these seats? We already feel like we're squinched in, don't we? Nobody have a comment. There's somebody. Who is that, Dwayne? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I have a comment. I mean, you know, the first when they first started charging for baggage, didn't they say one of the reasons was because fuel costs were high and people were carrying too much baggage. I mean, mm-hmm. if you put 100 additional people on the plane, how much does that weigh? Huh. And will they raise That's the a- price of baggage? Or I don't know. Where is it leading to? Well, you know, and they had um, the airlines made like a billion dollars extra this year in extra fees, and the oil prices are down. So do we really need to be squeeze into a compartment that much tighter, I don't think it's, I don't see the benefit. I don't think it's ever yeah. ending. But the customer squeeze satisfaction with Squeeze up pocketbooks, too. That sounds like that's exactly what they're doing. Thank you for that comment. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's crazy. It's really, really crazy. So another um, trend that I thought I'd I'd bring to your attention is the cruise industry is projected to see strong growth again this year with passengers' numbers expected to increase 4% over last year to $23 A couple of things that I thought were interesting, according to CLIA, which is Cruise Line International Association, which represents 62 cruise lines and 50,000 travel agents, 275 executive partners, ports, destinations, and other entities around the world. Um, the cruise lines are are focusing now on waste policies, reduce air emissions, and advance wastewater treatment systems to make its ships uh, more sustainable, which is important to me since I teach sustainable tourism at the college here in Austin. Um, but some of the trends that I thought were really, really interesting um, they said the the cruise ship capacity grew by 18% from 2009 to 2013. But high, there's high customer satisfaction, especially among first-time travelers. Um, they they all first-time travelers say they all content uh, continue to want to cruise and are highly satisfied with prior cruise experiences. 
So 62% are return cruisers and 69% rank cruising as a better value than land-based vacations. Next was the size doesn't matter. Five years ago, um, the Oasis of the Seas, which was the largest cruise ship, was introduced with 6,300 passengers. With 55 ocean, river, and specialty cruise ships scheduled to debut by 2020, the focus is less on size and more on the unique designs and amenities. I think the quantum is spearing some of that with Royal Caribbean because it is state-of-the-art. There are a number of companies on the roster for um, for new cruise ships. Croisy Europe is one of them. Specialty cruises are on the increase. Uh, CLIA specialty segments, which includes small ships and river cruising, continues to experience double-digit passenger growth. In fact, specialty cruises grew by 21% between 2009 and 14. The Caribbean still rocks. The Caribbean will have 26% of the global deployment capacity market share in 2015. The Mediterranean is second with 20%, and a lot of them go to Jamaica. That's what I'm getting this year. People asking me to cruise out of Galveston. They There are several, um, a couple of itineraries that leave out of Galveston, but I'm getting people asking me for Jamaica this year. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, new, de- new destinations are growing. Cruise industry is seeing an increase in passengers looking for global experiences to meet the demand. CLIA's member cruise lines offer nearly 1,000 ports around the globe, including many that are UNESCO World Heritage Sites. And travel agents still rule. Thank you, thank you, thank you. While the Internet and mobile devices are being used by consumers to make purchases, travel agents continue to be the most popular and best way to book a cruise with roughly 70%, the 70 using an agent to plan and book cruise vacations. Um, I love that. Passengers remain in control when it comes to cruise travel. Consumers are in control more than ever before. The cruise industry is responding to the needs um, with onboard onboard activities, more focused on multi-generational groups, travel, themed cruises, and foodcations that focus on culinary travel at sea, which is right up our alley. Um, so we're going to be talking about the Caribbean, Jamaica specifically, and I just want to give you just a little bit of information about uh, what I found on the Caribbean, which I love. 19.9 million tourists arrived in the Caribbean destinations, almost a million more than a year ago. That's good. Cruise increased high-volume destinations to western and northern Caribbean, Cozumel, Cayman Islands, and Jamaica, reportedly appreciable. I can't say the word, appreciable growth and accommodations during the period, five destinations, Cancun, Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Trinidad, and Tobago, Tobago and Turks and Caicos recorded growth in each of the five hotel um, performance measures. And the United States is the main market. So that is what I have for travel news and travel trends today. We're going to go to a commercial and a commercial break, that is. And when we get back, we're going to bring on Mr. John from the Jamaican Tourism Board. I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, First of all, I like to hear him talk because he has that Jamaican accent. I think that's sexy. And and he's going to give us a lot of information about Jamaica. So it's travel time with Karen, and I will see you in a minute. 
or at least I'll talk to you. You've been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. Looking to plan a group vacation? Can't decide on where to go? Don't worry. Peaks Cruises and Tours is here to help. It's our great pleasure to be of service to you or your group. We work with groups of 10 to 300 and more. Peaks Cruises and Tours specializes in vacation planning, group planning and management, romantic getaways, milestone travel planning, honeymoons and destination weddings, fundraising through travel, incentive and reward program development, seminars at sea, group leader and travel agent training. Let Peaks Cruises and Tours take care of you and prove how great our service really is. Give us a call today or visit us online at PeaksCruisesTours.com to book your reservations today. For fun travel information, listen to us on BlogTalkRadio.com slash Travel Time with Karen on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. In a world where the more you do, the more it costs. FunJet Vacations allows you to do it all without making it all add up on you. We help you plan an amazing vacation, and we put it together at one affordable, all-inclusive price. Flight, hotel, meals, drinks, everything's included. And we're not worried about spending too much money. You can focus on spending time with those who matter most. So go ahead. Make time. Make memories. Make it easy on your wallet. FunJet Vacations, do something you'll never forget. You can contact Peaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at peakscruisestours.com. Start flights from Austin, Texas to Cancun, Mexico. Available now and every day. You can contact Peaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at peakscruisestours.com. Welcome back. It's travel time with Karen. It's no better time to travel than now. Here's Karen. Welcome back. It's travel time. Well, I made a mistake. We don't have John on the line yet, which is fine. We have a special listener that is on, and I need to put them for our caller. But that's okay, too. So I have a question for you and for our uh, group here in the studio. Where do we find good Caribbean food? Where do you go to find good Caribbean food? Do you, is there a place here in the States that you find food? Or is there a place, or do you have to go uh, to Jamaica to find food? Shelda, you've been, you've been to the Caribbean a bunch of times. Where's your favorite place to go eat? Let's see. My favorite place in the Caribbean to eat would be in Nassau. If you go right off of the cruise port, there's this really great restaurant that I can't think of the name of. And they have really good um, seafood there. And they have this conch fritters. Love it. Uh-huh. Absolutely love it. Yeah, right around the oh. corner you can go and buy room cakes too. It's my favorite. <laughs> that is so the Bahamas. You and you've been well, all over the you've been to, um you've been to so many you've been to more islands than I've been to, I think. And and I'm the Bahamas is the place. Yeah, the Bahamas is a really good place to eat. Um, in the Caribbean, I would say in Aruba, I had some really good food in Aruba, but just being on the island, it just 
I can't remember the food that I ate because it was mm-hmm. so much I had to do when I was there. <laughs> but I, That's you know, funny. they had the really good drinks. They had the really good drinks too. <laughs> Yeah, now, if you go yeah, to Aruba, now, go and have a drink. It's strong. <laughs> yeah, there was a um, a drink in the Bahamas that Mitchell and I had that I'm trying to remember the name of it, and it had different degrees of strongness. What was yeah. the name of that? Um, yes. Yeah, and I, that was that was like crazy. Yolanda, right. you're, you're there. So, where, Yolanda, where do you like to go eat Caribbean food? Have you had Caribbean food other than in Austin? Um, I've tried a couple of places this week. I tried to look around, and um, naturally I got on my smartphone and asked Siri, where could I find some good Caribbean food? And she listed about three places for me, and that was one called Gimme Love, One Love Kitchen, and Tony's Jamaican Food. And so, so um, out of the three, two of them were out of business or I couldn't find them. So I, I'm not sure what happened to those two. Uh, Give me love and one love kitchen. But I, I checked out Tony's Jamaican food. And it was, it was pretty good. It was really tasty. I don't have a comparison because I've never had the jerk chicken, which was one of his specialties. Um, right. Um, but um, it was it's a, it's a great little truck on 11th Street. And uh, the jerk chicken plate was about $8. It came with Jamaican rice and fried plantains. It was pretty tasty, but just not enough meat on that chicken there. The breast of chicken had just <laughs> I need some meat to really soak up some of that nice sauce that he had. We used to chicken. Yeah, but overall, to be fair, I, I I don't wanna rate it because it was my first time. So if anybody knows some great places that have jerk chicken, let me know because I would love to go check out some new places. However, I did meet Tony, and he is truly passionate about his food, his truck that's been there for about 11 years on 11th Street, and uh, him living in Austin, you know. So uh, do stop by and, and check it out and let me know what you think about the place. And so, but yeah, I'll post I... my views on Facebook for you. What What are his hours? His hours, <laughs> he's got some crazy, crazy hours. He's open until about 2 to 4 o'clock in the morning. He's closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. He's open all day long, especially during the weekends. Except he says he gets a lot of business on the weekends from the after the bar scenes close. Right, right. Except, but okay. I'll post those hours, and I'll post the hours and what I tried, um, definitely on the Facebook page for everyone to know. Cool. Okay, perfect. I um, we we did a little. Um, eat around ourselves, a little mini eat around ourselves this weekend on Saturday. Mitchell has been trying to find a uh, New York deli in the Austin area. And if anybody's out there listening can can give us some suggestions. We went to two. The first one I'm I'm not going to talk about because I wasn't all that happy. And the second one was, it was pretty good. It was Melvin's. And it's a, it's a trailer also on... Um, Street was on. I'm totally brain dead now. Like 45th Street? I have to look it up. But it's Melvin. And they have some sandwiches that seem to be amazing. In fact, the couple that was sitting next to me had an Italian um, sausage sandwich that smelled heavenly. And Mitchell was 
particularly looking for. And so um, we've, we've been trying to Google and, and Yelp and find the best place to have a hot pastrami sandwich. That, not a Reuben, but a hot pastrami sandwich like they, they used to do at Cassidy. So if if we have any Caribbean uh, community people out there listening, if they are if they're cooking someplace, and we we know where because it is uh, it's real thin in the in the jerk chicken area in Austin. I just want. But it looks like John is on the line, so I'm going to bring him on. Hey, John. Hey, Karen. How are you? I am so good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing really well, thank you. Are you you're in Dallas, right? Or I am in Dallas, else? but wouldn't it be nice to be in Jamaica right now? Oh, don't tease me. I would so <laughs> love to be in Jamaica right now. Where where it's always eighty, the water's good, the sun is shining. That is true. That is true. Jamaica is just a, an amazing destination. And the more you visit the, the island, it's, it's the more you experience it and the more you appreciate it and you just fall in love with it. It's, it's, it's amazing. Is, is that where you were born? I was born there, yes. So obviously I, you know, I, I am passionate about it because, uh, you know, it's just been such a great place to, to, to grow up, to, to live, to have family and friends and, even though I live uh, in Dallas, Texas, no, I'm always going back to Jamaica. So it's just, it's just great to have that connection. Yeah, yes, I, I want. That's where I want my uh, retirement home. Right there in Jamaica, on the beach, a small little hut with pineapples and uh, rum and oh. jerk chicken. <laughs> and some of that amazing jerk cuisine, which I, I actually was, uh, you know, thinking about just earlier today. So do it, are there any Caribbean restaurants in the Dallas area? You know, there there are a few, as a matter of fact. So um, thankfully, I'm able to um, to run over to a few of those restaurants, uh, usually on a weekend, and they they know when I'm there. There's no question. I'm I'm like a I go straight up and I'm like, hey, it's me, it's John. I'm I'm in town. What's uh, where's the jerk chicken or the escovitch fish? And uh, they know exactly what I like. Well, you have to send me an email with the uh, with some of those options. We may just have to take a bus trip from Austin okay. to Dallas to get us some. Get us <laughs> I like that idea. That's a wonderful idea. You just let me know when you're coming because I'm going to be the first one there. Okay, I'll do that. So let's talk about the island of Jamaica. Tell us about Jamaica for people that have never been. You know, uh, Jamaica was actually discovered in 1494 by Christopher Columbus. And when we say discovered, of course, he he stumbled across this island. It was actually the original inhabitants were the Taino Indians. And uh, in 1655, the British uh, uh, colonized uh, Jamaica. We became a British colony. And in 1962, we gained our independence. So we have, uh, you know... Uh, a link to uh to Spain to Britain uh you know and obviously uh to um all of these cultures uh have really helped to mold and make Jamaica into the destination that it has become um we are 145 miles long 
we're 52 miles wide, so we're the third largest island in the Caribbean, but we're the largest English-speaking island, uh, roughly 4,411 square miles. Uh, the highest point is the Blue Mountains, where we get the famous Blue Mountain coffee. I, I certainly hope yeah. you've you've tried that. And I, of course, I have that goes. Pounds. I have several pounds in the freezer. Let me tell you, you're not the only one. Uh, that is that is something that I always try to uh, <laughs> to stack up on when I go back home. Uh, good, uh, you know, uh, Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee, and of course some great spices like the jerk seasoning. I always stack up on those when I go down. But you know, um, you know, you look at our, our culture. We've been strongly influenced by. Um, by, by Africa, by India, by China, by all of these various cultures have come together, molded together to help to 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 make Jamaica the destination that it is, the island home that it is. And so our motto is out of many one people. Truly, uh, our strength is in our diversity. Wow. Yeah, and and I know the language is English, but there's patois. Where does that come from? Yes, uh, that's true. Um, you know, English is the dominant uh, language of the island, but yes, we do speak uh, a dialect which is called Patua, and it's essentially broken English that we speak very quickly with a Jamaican accent. I mean, you may not notice uh, my Jamaican accent, but it, it it comes out every now and then. I try to tone it down a bit so that you you will understand me. But if I'm in Jamaica, I I tend to go right into it, and it tends to be, you know, nice, deep, and heavy. And, um, huh? you know, but, <laughs> but uh, it's a local language. It's a local language. And, um, you know, interestingly enough, we we're not really taught this dialect, uh, Patua in, in, in our schools, but it's something that you just pick up. Um, you pick up uh, because everyone is, is speaking it. You just you just uh, you just know it. You 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 learn it along the way through talking to uh, family and friends. I was told that if you weren't Jamaican, you you could not be taught Patua. <laughs> well, you know, I I know uh, I have a lot of friends from from the states who. Um, you know, over the years, we go back to Jamaica together. We hang out with family and friends down there, and believe me, they they have picked it up. So uh, they they like the the dialect. They enjoy it. They know it. Um, in you know, in the in the old days, I used to you know when I was talking about them, I would probably talk you know the patois, but I can't do it anymore because they know exactly what I'm saying now. <laughs> there you go. I I I just haven't spent enough time there. That's all. Well. That can be corrected quite easily. Yeah. So I, I so there are different areas of um, Jamaica that people go to on vacation. There's uh, I'm familiar with Montego Bay and the Grill and Ocho Rios, Runaway Bay. Can you tell us some of the highlights and differences between the different areas? I've never done the South Coast or Kingston. Okay. Certainly. You know, Jamaica, this is uh, one of the true strengths of the destination is the fact that it's so diversified. Its topography is diversified. Uh, its resort areas are diverse. What you experience, what you see, what you feel in each resort area is unique to that resort area. 
so yes, uh, when you fly into Jamaica, you're going to more than likely be arriving in Montego Bay. And Montego Bay is our second city. And uh, that is where you tend to have uh, people who will go in for a week or even if they're going in for a short stay because, you know, when you're coming in from, from Texas, it's it's quite... Uh, it's quite achievable to go in for a long weekend, to go on a Thursday and maybe come back on a Sunday, or to uh, spend an entire week or longer. So Montego Bay, that's where the international airport is, or one of two, and uh, that is, of course, um, you know, a great place to go in for a short stay, or if you want to take an extended vacation and stay longer. It's a great place. Lots of shots, soft adventure tours, river tubing, kayaking, zipline tours, ATV tours into the mountains. You know, it's a real happening spot. Uh, great nightlife. Uh, we've got the Margaritavilles there and uh, just, just a, a wonderful place to hang out. Great golf courses. If you are an avid golfer, you've got five golf courses in the Montego Bay region. And you also have tremendous diversity in terms of our accommodations. Not only do you have the popular all-inclusive resorts, but you have the high-end luxury uh, properties. You have those small intimate inns. Uh, You have convention-type properties, all available right there in Montego Bay. And something that we're finding um, a whole new resurgence of interest, uh, wonderful villas that are Mm. fully self-contained, uh, fully staffed, and uh, you know it's like a home away from home. So villas are very popular. So huh. Montego Bay is what we call the complete resort. And if we were to go west from Montego Bay, roughly about an hour and a, I'd say an hour's drive, you would you would come into Negril, and Negril is famous for its seven mile beach. Mm-hmm. This beach. Is phenomenal. Have you have you been there, Karen? Yeah, many, 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 many. Oh wow! Well, you know what I'm talking about. Seven miles yeah, of beach that you can walk. It's gorgeous, and you also have five miles of cliffs. So on on the western tip of Negril. So Negril is a real beachy town, more laid back, uh, very relaxed. Uh, people just go there to hang out, to have a good time. And they just, you know, they fall in love with this beautiful white sand beach, which is just world-renowned. Now, that's on the west. The it, it, it usually is always ranked right up there as one of the top beaches to be found in the world. That is true. That is correct. It's just that gorgeous. And there's a written law in the grill that states no building can be taller and the highest palm tree. So that helps us to maintain the natural integrity of the Negril area. Good. Now, uh, not too not too far away from Negril, on the south coast, uh, you know, you've got some wonderful attractions that if you're staying in Negril, you can actually venture over there, and there's the beautiful Wyas Falls, the Black River Safari Tour, I mean, there's so many beautiful beaches over there and great hotels also on the uh, south coast side. So um, the south coast is, you know, very accessible from Negril, which is great. And if we were now to leave Montego Bay and head east, you know, you'd go through Runaway Bay and then Ocho Rios, which is so well known. And Ocho Rios is just very lush, very tropical, 
uh, lots of waterfalls, botanical gardens, very, very picturesque, and also beautiful beaches. So I think that's a great area if you're into nature and tours because there are so many tours in the Ocherias mm-hmm. area. Famous Dunsarva Falls, of course, immediately comes to mind. Um, yep. Mystic Mountain, Dolphin Cove. Just these are wonderful experiences over there. That's nice. And, and those uh, beaches, yes, they tend to be more. They tend to be more secluded and private. There's no, there's not a um, a long um, length of beach that you can walk down like in Israel. That's the difference, right? The, yes, that that would be uh, the physical difference when you look at the Ocherias area and you compare it to say Negril. Negril has that seven mile beach which you could literally walk that seven mile mm-hmm. beach. Whereas Ocherias there are smaller beaches, um more cove like and right. but again gorgeous, beautiful. Yep. And and of course we have Port Antonio and Port Antonio is probably a further two hour drive heading east from Ocherias. And very similar to the Ocherias area, but we we say it's you know it's really off the beaten track, so it tends to be um, you know more secluded, more uh, more relaxed, more you know taking life at your own pace when you go to the Port Antonio area, uh, less commercial, less traffic, mm-hmm. lots of amazing attractions that are in that area, and great waterfalls. Is that where White House is? No, actually, um, if uh, White House is is more on the uh, south coast, uh, okay. probably about an hour and a half drive from the Negril area. So okay. uh, that's where you find find White House. Okay. And of course, we have uh, we have some very you know we have some great products in that area properties. Then there's Kingston I, that I know nothing about, other than it's the capital. Is it the capital? Kingston is our it, it is our capital. It it is our capital. Uh, it's also where we have an international airport. And actually, if you were to uh, fly into Kingston, uh, you have uh, pretty easy access to go over to the Port Antonio area, just about an hour and a half drive from there. And you can go either via the coastal road or over the mountains. But uh, Kingston is our capital. It boasts the seventh largest natural port to be found in the world, which is very interesting. Mm. Um, It's where we have our seat of government, museums, theaters, art galleries. It's a vibrant, bustling city. And uh, there's just so much to see and do in that area. But it is your typical city, so you know it's it. We always say uh, for clients, if you're looking for the museums, the art galleries, Kingston is is where you definitely want to go and spend some time. And the New Kingston area is a tremendous area uh, to visit, uh, to position yourself as you take in the sights in that area. And then when you want the amazing beaches, head back to the North Coast where you have so many wonderful options. Right. It, where's Bob Marley um, Museum? Is it in Kingston? It is in Kingston, and uh, yeah, that uh, that museum has just been uh, gone through a major uh, renovation. So it is a wonderful, a wonderful site 
in the Kingston area. Definitely check it out when you're over there. You're going to love it. It's a fabulous experience. So what are the things what are the things to do on the island? You know, uh Jamaica has uh, so many activities. I mean, first, you could literally plan when you want to visit Jamaica based on our calendar of activities, uh which is which is tremendous. We have so many things that are happening on island. Uh usually in January, we have the Jazz and Blues Festival which is uh, just wonderful concert that takes place just outside of Montego Bay. So, you know, if you position yourself in the Montego Bay area, you're in a, a really great uh, location. Uh, this year we had uh, Mariah Carey as the, um, as the headline, headline act donor, and it was just a phenomenal event. Then in, in June we have the Ocherius Jazz Festival, in July, we have Reggae Sumfest, which is in Montego Bay. And uh, in December, we have the Reggae Marathon. And so there's so many things that are taking place. And I should point out, December, the Reggae Marathon is actually a, a, a marathon, a half marathon, and a 10K. So, you know, if you like to run, that is a wonderful event. It takes place uh, in the grill, and uh, it is officially licensed as a flat course, and so uh, from entertainment, from music to um, athletic pursuits, uh, Jamaica's calendar of activities is really chocker block filled, and so definitely visit our website, visitjamaica.com, and see exactly what's taking place in Jamaica. Now, when you think of on-island activities, we have so many things that Adventure is huge right now. So river tubing, kayaking, zipline tours, ATV tours into the mountains, we're doing it all down there. So people are getting off property, even if they're staying at an all-inclusive, they get off and they just go have a wonderful time. Uh, tours leave early in the morning, depending on where you're going and what you're doing. They come back within a couple hours or they could be gone for the entire day. That's good. That's I like the fact that there's so much to do, that you're not stuck just doing um, just one thing Absolutely. or just laying on the beach. Well, that's the way that's the way we like it too. I mean, if you want to kick back and do nothing at all, Jamaica is good for you. But if you're high energy and you want to party a little bit more, or you're very active, Jamaica will really take care of you. There's so much to see and do, and you're going to have a fabulous time. That's good. And there's stuff for everyone, singles, couples, family. And that's also a wonderful thing about Jamaica. It's it's for everyone. Jamaica is a country. It's a destination. Um, but it's a country first. And, you know, I mean, like any country there, there you, you know, you, there's so much for for singles, for couples, for families. There's just so much to keep you engaged and having a good time and just keeping you, you know, um, connected with the destination. And and I always recommend, you brought up a very good point about even if you're staying at an all-inclusive, you need to get outside of the walls of the all-inclusive and, and do something uh, within the within the island what are some of the the local things that we need to see or do? You know, 
not the touristy thing, but something that the locals would do that you think is cool for us? Well, you know, I, I think, um, you know, some of the really cool things to do is to, for example, when you're in Montego Bay, you know, even if you're staying at, uh, you know, your hotel beach, I mean, go over to Doctor's Cave Beach on the Hip Strip. I mean, the hip, we have the Hip Strip in Mon- Montego Bay. That's where you find Margaritaville. It's where you find Doctor's Cave Beach, uh, Cornwall Beach. I mean, these are wonderful um, locations that you can go and hang out and hang with the locals and just have a good time. So I, I think it's it's really important that you get off property, even when you're staying at an all-inclusive. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. what we find is really happening. People are using the all-inclusive concept really for budgeting because they know right. what they want to spend and, and they want to maintain that budget. And that's great, but they're not... They're not allowing themselves to just feel as if they should stay at the hotel and not leave. They're getting off property. Uh, they're hanging out where locals hang out because our people, and I say this all the time, our people really make the difference for Jamaica. Uh, oh, yeah. Jamaicans are very warm, very engaging. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, always, you know, love to, we always love to travel, always love to travel to the United States and, and, and share our culture over here. So, you know, people know this destination. They they know the culture and um, people just really want to learn more about Jamaica. And, and they're they're really experiencing it now more than they, they ever did before. That's, you know, I always get the question, when is the best time? to come to Jamaica, but like you said, you you can kind of go by the calendar of Jamaica to plan your vacation, but other than that, is there a time that you say where the weather is absolutely perfect? Because that's what people are kind of looking for when they ask that question. When is the best time? Well, that's true, and and, and that's a, a great question. You know, Jamaica, for for me, is a year-round destination because yeah. the temperature really is pretty constant. You know, December through April, 75 degrees. Rest of the year, 85 degrees. So, you know, uh, the winter months for us are, you know, very, very mild. I mean, what you get, uh, you get just more of a trade wind coming in. Uh, there's, It's less humid during the winter months. But obviously, it's nice and warm and, you know, the waters are nice and, and warm as well. And uh, it's just that you have less humidity and you have these wonderful trade winds that just seem to be more in abundance at that time. Um, but Jamaica is year-round. I mean, whether you're going during the winter or summer or spring or fall, I mean, you're going to find that it, there's a, a really constant flow of people coming in to the destination or to the island. Uh, in terms of what I've noticed in, in this market in, in Texas is that, you know, people like to travel during the summer months. Uh, right. They like to take that, you know, kids are out of school, families like to travel, everyone's taking off time. It's usually pretty hot over here in Texas. That's what I've come to know. And, you know, you, you literally can, <laughs> it's it's interesting to say it, but, you know, you can you come to Jamaica and you escape the heat. Uh, because yeah. it's not nearly as hot in Jamaica. <laughs> but, you know, families and, and couples and singles, they're all going down, uh, you know, throughout the year, obviously, 
you know, during the summer months, you see even more people coming from, from this side, from the west, and from the southwest going down to Jamaica. So um, do we have to convert the dollar when we come over there? Can we use U.S. dollars, or do we need to convert the Jamaican money? Well, you, do, you, you, know, you can spend U.S. currency freely in Jamaica. It is legal tender uh, for goods and services. Uh, the only thing, you, so you can spend either the official currency of Jamaica, which is a Jamaican dollar, or you can spend your U.S. currency. Now, the only thing you have to bear in mind is that your spending power in Jamaica is really, really strong. So your dollar, the U.S. dollar, goes very far in Jamaica. So, um, And that's one of the, the reasons why I think uh, Jamaica, too, is also so popular, because it's good value for money, really good value for money. So, um, you know, the exchange rate is, is roughly about, let's just say, for ease of reference, ease of working it out, 100 to 1. So let's just say one U.S. dollar is 100 Jamaican dollars. It goes really far. It's actually even even stronger than that, but gives you an idea. Wow. So wow. you can, you know, if you're taking your U.S. currency with you, take, you know, take smaller bills. Uh, they're going to go right. pretty far, especially if you're tipping. You know, and you, you know, obviously you're going to be doing some tipping while you're down there. So you know, you want to have you know some smaller bills, and you know, but at the same time, um, you know, we take your credit cards down there. I mean, all the major uh, credit cards are accepted by the um, you know the various um, establishments down there, merchants, hotels. You know, so it's very easy to uh, you know to to communicate and to purchase merchandise. And to get around Jamaica, it's uh, you know, and and speaking of which, uh, you know, you 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 will need a passport to visit Jamaica. So, uh, you know, everyone out there who's thinking about traveling, uh, you know, just just get a get a passport. It's good for ten years, and uh, you can travel all over the world. Obviously, you'll be doing a lot of traveling to Jamaica, um, and uh, yeah. you know, it's worth it. <laughs> That's exactly right. I, I got a text from from Lindsay who wants to know, uh, do you have a carnival in Jamaica? Uh, yeah, well, yes. As a matter of fact, when you go to that website, visitjamaica.com, you, you will see our calendar of activities. You'll see every, you know, all of uh, all of the events that we have in Jamaica. Uh, it's almost unfair to, uh, to mention some and, and not mention all. But, uh, yeah, visit Jamaica.com, go to um, our calendar of activities, and take a look, and you'll see all of the reggae festivals, carnivals, um, sporting events that we have down there, uh, international music festivals, uh, all listed for you. So, uh, yeah, we we have a a lot of activities taking place, and you can plan your trip uh, based on when, you know, whatever you'd like to do and see. Perfect. One last question. When I was doing research for this interview, I saw something called the Jamaican Jerk Trail that I had never seen before. So there are, you just have a trail of being able to eat your way through Jamaica? <laughs> well, um, I, I guess you could, um, you could probably <laughs> say eat your way around Jamaica, shall we say. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jamaican Jerk Trail. Well, you know, uh, Jamaica has really impacted the world in so many different ways. When you look at uh, music, when you look at cuisine, 
And that's why I always say that, you know, our people make the difference because it, it's really the Jamaican people that are the ones that, you know, um, really their ingenuity and our culture and, um, you know, our zest for life and, 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 and everything. Uh, really, it, it, it's, it's very much uh, evident in our music and reflected so much in our cuisine. And uh, a famous cuisine, obviously, is known to be jerk. And jerk is a special way uh, or method of seasoning and grilling meat. And it has its origins way back in our history. It goes back to the original inhabitants, the Tainos, and, and later the Jamaican Maroons. It was a special way of cooking and preserving meat. And so mm-hmm. it, it ends up being uh, very tasteful, uh, very tasty. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's become very popular not only in Jamaica but around the world. And so it seems only fair that we would have a special experience in Jamaica where you can, you know, try uh, jerk. And it's called the Jamaican Jerk Trail. And actually, there's even a website that you can go to, jamaicajerktrail.com, and you'll see 22, I believe there are like 22 restaurants that participate around the island. Uh, So you can literally eat your way around the island. And, you know, at the end of that, you'll be able to make make up your own mind as to who sells and who serves the best jerk chicken and jerk pork uh, in Jamaica. I think um, I think our staff on this show needs to come to Jamaica and eat our way through the trail. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it's a wonderful idea, and I would say, you know, when you're ready to do it, you just make sure you give me a call because I think I, I think I'm probably due for my my trip back to Jamaica. I'd love to do that with you. That would be so much fun, wouldn't it? If we could just get a group of people, can you do it in like? I mean, does it take? Would it take days or? <laughs> well, Jamaica is uh, Jamaica is a pretty big, pretty big island, and um, and that's again what the beauty of the destination because um, each resort area is unique and different, and the island is is you know has all of these different locations. So you even if you've been to Jamaica once or twice or three times or, you know, ten times. You know, you have not experienced all that Jamaica has to offer, and um, you couldn't you couldn't do this in a day or two. There's no question about it. It would take several days for you to make your way around Jamaica and really, you know, sample these various restaurants because uh, there there are over twenty twenty two restaurants that take part in this. So, um, you know, prepare to spend some time with us and and fall in love with Jamaica all over again. I'm gonna do it. I think that's what I that is that is gonna be my new endeavor is to put us a group together for us to eat our way around Jamaica. Because there I've been twenty plus times and there is a lot of places in Jamaica that I've never seen. And you just and said twenty four times, am I am I correct? Um, it's probably been more than twenty four. Wow. Yep. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so, you need to get a passport. We're going to get you a Jamaican passport now at this point. I want a Jamaican passport. I would love that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> all right, all right. I, you know what? We we will have to talk. You're, you, I think you need one. <laughs> you know, we are, well, I, we're also seeing a, 
we're also seeing uh, where we're getting a lot of um, uh, destination weddings from the Texas market, from the Texas region, or, you know, brides-to-be are coming down to Jamaica and they're doing destination weddings. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were really thankful that um, and, and flattered that, um, you know, brides will come down to Jamaica, brides-to-be, and, uh, you know, have wonderful weddings uh, in the destination at various hotels. And family and friends will come with them. I mean, it's just such an amazing experience. It's very affordable. And uh, we're seeing just so many people doing this. So Jamaica has uh, really grown in this area also, uh, honeymoons and destination weddings. So, uh, yeah, Jamaica is indeed the, the spot to be. And, you know, again, please visit our website, visit jamaica.com. Uh, please give us a call at any time, uh, 1-800-233-4582. Uh, and uh, that, that's the Jamaica Tourist Board office. And you can always reach us. We have a lot of collateral information. We have an amazing team uh, that can answer questions and really uh, help you. And, um, you know, thank you. Thank you all for uh, for, for loving Jamaica. And uh, we say Jamaica, it's the home of all right. Oh, thank you so much, John, for taking your time out today for uh, and being on the show. We appreciate you. That's good information. Okay. It was such a pleasure. Nice hanging out with you and your listeners. And, uh, you know, just call on Jamaica anytime. It's, uh, we're here for you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. And all the best. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was fun, don't you think? That was super fun. We're going to go to one quick commercial, and when we get back, we're going to have Lindsay on with uh, Living Social, Yolanda with Eating Local. I said social, Living Local, Eating Local, and then Fun Facts with uh, Shelby. It's Travel Time with Karen. We'll be right back. You've been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Stay tuned. We'll be back after these messages. In a world that leaves so little time for family time, Funjet Vacations makes the perfect family getaway easy and perfectly affordable. We help you plan every part of your family vacation with a variety of destinations, hotels, activities that everyone will love. And when you're not worried about spending too much money, you could focus on spending time with those who matter most. So go ahead, make time, make memories, make it easy on your wallet. Sunjet Vacations, do something you'll never forget. You can contact Beaks Cruises and Tours at 252-8919 or visit our website at peakscruisestours.com. Welcome back. It's travel time with Karen. It's no better time to travel than now. Here's Karen. Hey, 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 we're back. It's travel time. Where's my girl, Lindsay? Is she there? Is she dropped? I don't see her. Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are. Hey, Lindsay. Hello, hello. How is everyone today? Good, good, good. How are you? I'm good. I'm just sitting outside in the sunshine, just soaking up the rays, listening <laughs> to our favorite. I know. Wasn't that cool on Jamaica? Aren't you ready to go? 
I'm ready to go. And, you know, um, Austin has some cool stuff, but in comparison to these Caribbean islands, it's very minimal uh, to what Austin offers because these islands, I looked, you know, at a lot of information, and, I mean, they just have these huge blowout uh, festival carnivals, and they have so much culture involved and so much um, just in your face, uh, you know, excitement. And mm-hmm. it's something that I would love to join in. I would, I think, I would have a great time in any place in the Caribbean islands. I will, I'll be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I know. We're gonna plan our year well, round. I promise. Yes, yes. Well, if you are not planning on going to the Caribbean islands for carnival this year, um, you can join in in Austin. We do have our own carnival. Um, it is sort of um, based around Brazil-type um, music, samba music, and it is at the Palmer Event Center, and um, it starts, let's see, they do a couple different things. They have um, dancing, and it's a huge sort of costume party, really. Um, mm-hmm. It's very risque. It's very... Um, adults yeah. only? It is not adults only. This was surprising to not. me, actually. Um, it is all ages. Um, they do offer alcohol, so it's 21 and up. Um to be able to join in that type of festivity. But, no, you can you can bring your kids here. Now, I personally would not bring my kid there. Um, it is, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's people who are, it's very crowded, mind you. Um, lots of, you know, if you are not comfortable being very close with someone who is not all the way closed, I suggest this not be for you. Um, but if you are and uh, you love costumes and, and flash and, and big drum and all that kind of stuff, February 28th is um, the date. And, you know, the things that will be there, they have alcohol but no food. Um, they have music. It starts at 8 and ends at 1.30 a.m. It's at the Palmer Event did Center. They have, did you say they have no food? No food. That's wow. right. So eat before you go. Eat before you go. It's really, you know, it's really one of those parties that it's just, you know, everybody's there to, um, you know, party. get their groove on, dance, party, you know, meet people, whatever. Um, that, so you can kind of go in any costume that you want, but say you come and you don't have a costume, but you really want to get, you know, risque, flashé, whatever, it, you know, excited. There are body painters that will be available to paint your body however you may desire. So one of the fun things going on in town, kind of Caribbean, kind of fun, um, you know, to go with our Caribbean theme here, uh, we do also have a reggae fest. Now, I always tell people, if you are coming from some of these islands or you you have the real, real experiences, Austin is not going to be at the top of all those you know, places that do the real deal. But we do we do a great um Reggae fest. side we version, do. if you will. You know, we're we're a tiny little 
speck of a place to be able to provide that little bit of reggae that you need throughout the year. There's there's tons of places to see it, but this is like a huge, huge thing for us. You know, everybody comes, they put these tents up, um, you know, and they have uh, bands back-to-back-to-back all day long for three days straight. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's a big to-do. Back in the day, I know I'm not, you know, I've been here all my life, so when I say back in the day, I'm talking like maybe 10, 15 years ago, whatever. Um, they used to just do a can, bring two cans of food, right? and right. you get into the reading fest. Well, it's not like that right. anymore, um, you know, And but the cool part about it is it's not, it's not too expensive, but, um, you know, all the funds go to the... Uh, to the Austin or uh, Capital Area Food Bank. So, you know, if you walk in and you see and you kind of complain a little bit about, oh, this is expensive or this or that, just remember um, all proceeds go to this wonderful organization that feeds people in our city. Um, so it's $15 per day ticket, and then it's $40 for the three-day wristband. So if you want to go all three days, it's $40. That's not too bad for a festival in Austin. Um, it's April 17th, 18th, and 19th. And it's at Auditorium Shores. So it's um, a big field, and then they have a, a big party. stage. That, yeah, and it overlooks the downtown area, too. So it's, it's, you know, you can see the skyline from Auditorium Shores. It's really pretty um, to hang out over there as well. So um, kind of on a separate note uh, for Valentine's Day, um, it's coming up. I know I keep mentioning all these Valentine's Day stuff, and, and uh, for those of you who are like, okay, we're done with Valentine's Day. I hate Valentine's Day. I don't care. Um, stick with me. I have some that you might be interested in, you know, couple, no couple, whatever. These these that I picked, I really thought stood out um, amongst the crowd. So there's a thing called, uh, there's, a, there's a performance. It's called Fetish, a Valentine's Tryst. Now, I have a friend of mine, her name is Sarah Marsh, and she um, was uh, one of the top aerial artists, performing artists of last year, and um, she will be performing there. Now, Now, this is, um, you know, Texas' finest aerial artist performing um, on chair, pole, lira, silks, trapeze, aerial ropes. Um, they have choreographed uh and costume scenes, and just sort of a very, um, you know, sensual, if you will, performance. Um, If you kind of like a sultry type of experience, if you're looking to spice up something with your significant other, maybe you just want to go and um, sort of just let yourself loose a little bit. This is to, I would say, appreciate a woman's touch. Um, it's a, it's a, going to be a very provocative but exciting and uh, fun. Like how 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 are these people doing this type of thing? Uh, performance. So it is. Um, they have it Valentine's Day and then the day after Valentine's Day. They have a show that starts at seven and a show that starts at ten thirty. You can get the tickets on Eventbrite. And then um, we also have a very kind of weird one. It's Valentine's Day costume party. So at the Madison on West 5th, uh, couples costumes, it's called Balloween. So if you want to go to Balloween, 
Doors open at 8. It's on the Madison on West 5th. It's free. Another free event is called the Red and White Masquerade Ball. Um, it's also uh, Saturday, February 14th. It's in the Empire Control Room. Uh, red if you're taking people, white if you're looking. And those are my uh, top picks. You guys have a great week, and hope you all find some fun things. And, and, face- and put those on Facebook so people can, have, can uh, yes, see those. Yes, yeah. I'm going to add, I added a couple today. So I'll okay. add some more. Perfect. All right, we well, all take care. Thank you. That was great. You always come up with some really good stuff. Yolanda, do you have you have anything else for us today on on eating eating local? You did some of yours while we were waiting earlier. Yeah, I, yeah. Can you hear me? We can hear. You. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, can hear you. I, I do have a I do not have a great place. But I just want to do a little shout out. Uh, beforehand and talk about uh, a couple of weeks ago and I think like last week we talked about the Wine Lover Trail and we had an interview with Jennifer White, well, January White I'm sorry, January White, the Executive Director for Texas Hill uh, Country uh, Wineries and I just wanted to say that, that that show it was a great show and she was really excited yeah. about being on our show with us and it had sewed out and she said they sold out at the end of January. At the end of, I'm sorry, end of that day that after oh, we nice. had an interview, they sold out of tickets. And she said it was a great success for the first week. So that Wine Lover Trail is from February the 6th through the 22nd. Love to hear from people who have purchased tickets and are enjoying the trail. And just post it on our Facebook page and let us know about that because okay. um, it's a, it's a great event. So February is the month of black history, and it's also the month of love. So I just read an article about uh, weddings are blooming in Dripping Springs. So much they have filed paperwork to make a trademark with the phrase, Wedding Capital of Texas. Nice. I know. This small city is about 1,700 and is known as the gateway to hill country. It's beautiful out there. There are about 34 wedding vineyards, and so there's many great wedding ideas that they have out there. And in 2013, they had over 1,400 couples that tied the knot knot out there. So that was pretty interesting. So the Chambers has already received approval to use the trademark Wedding capital of Texas, because no wow. other city at this time wants to claim that title. So they're cool. going to be doing a huge promotion and spreading the word about Hill Country's fabulous views and Southern hospitality to help to attract more couples. So I have to say good luck and congratulations yeah, to Jerkin Springs for branding themselves as the wedding capital of Texas. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yes, definitely. So on my road trip to Caribbean food, <laughs> I, I actually found a really great place called Habanero, and it's at 2728 South Congress. This place has been in business for about over 14 years, and they used to have live music, but they don't have any anymore. I'm not sure why, but they're keeping Austin Cuban. They specialize uh, food from the islands of the Caribbean, and um, the place is is, is beautiful. It, it makes you, when you walk into it, it feels like you're in a treehouse. It's warm and it's inviting, and they have Cuban music. 
on. And um, you can also, they also have a menu for cigar lovers. You know, you can get uh, Cuban cigars after your meal to enjoy the smoke out on the patio. And so their happy hour is from 4 to 7, Monday through Friday. And they have a lot of specialty drinks. They have $5 mojitos, margaritas, and martinis. And the server, when we got there, she was the server slash bartender. She was very knowledgeable about the menu. And uh, she makes a really tasty margarita, too. So it was hard not to get about two of those margaritas. But she did a really good job on the margaritas. But when I was there, the I tried to stand... I didn't hear you. Are the owners Cuban? You know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I'm gonna. I was trying to get a hold of them to see if they could interview uh, on the show today, but I couldn't get a hold of them. But uh, they, you know, I wouldn't put it past it because the sandwich that we had was called Cubano, and mm-hmm. for 10.50 it was roasted pork, ham, Swiss cheese. It had pickles on it, and it was on Cuban bread, and it was out of this world. It That pork was slowly cooked. It was so tender and melt in my mouth. I was just, it was just so great. It's a huge sandwich. I'm going to place it on our Facebook page. It's great for sharing. This place I highly recommend, and uh, one of my favorites is it's got plenty of parking in back. I'm always looking for a great place. But I'm always looking for parking. So this has parking in the back. And uh, uh, so check it out and stuff. But, you know, Karen, I was surprised I didn't find many Caribbean or Cuban restaurants in Austin, just like Lindsay was talking about. And so do you you remember? Go ahead. At one point we had one that was on Maynard Road. I can't remember the name of it. Um, There were a couple at one time. And I know there's there's... uh, quite a bit of representation from the Caribbean um, community, but there's no specific uh, eatery, so we need to find mm-hmm. out. I know people that cater, but I don't, but there's no brick and mortar type restaurant. So okay. We need to find out. Did, I know Lindsay. Lindsay was talking about the reggae festival. Uh, did you did you find any different? catering places at the reggae festival? Because I, um, I didn't see any that really um, stuck out. Mm-mm. No, now that you mention it, no. They had everything yeah. but Caribbean food, actually, now that we mention it. We have to fix that. Yeah. Come on, jerk chicken. Yeah, I know. Mitchell, I know. Now, Mitchell, now Mitchell, makes a, mm-hmm. Mitchell makes a mean rum punch, Jamaican style. Ooh. But... No, oh, we need to try. Out. Oh, I've I've tried that actually. It's quite tasty. I have tried that. It is a mean punch. It's <laughs> a mean punch. I have tried that one. Yeah. But well, you know, John was mentioning about the jerk spices and the chicken and stuff, and um, you know, so I have to definitely we have to get out more and find out some great authentic jerk chicken places that we can go to and stuff. And I I checked out that jerk. Uh, Jamaican jerk trail that he was talking about. I didn't yeah. get pick up the website, but what I did was post as a great article about it, and I posted on our Facebook page. So if our audience are interested in it, they can definitely check it out on our Facebook page about the Jamaican yeah. jerk trail. I think that I think that it would be a fun group trip to do try to do that. You know, I we agree. may not hit all twenty two, but we could hit a bunch of them. That'd be a lot of fun. 
I agree, definitely. And so if anybody out there knows if there's any great grocery stores that does uh, Jamaican and – which one? Fiestas has – Fiestas has the all the jerk spices that you would find in Jamaica, ah. all the ingredients. Um, yeah, they have everything. Okay, that's good to know. Good to yeah, know. they have everything. Well, let's get uh, Shelda on to do her uh, Shelda's fun facts. I, I'm real curious to see what she came up with because I know she always Me has too. some funny stuff. She does. Shelda, oh, you my. there? Oh, my goodness, you ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I was really enjoying listening to all that great stuff about the the food. The food and the drinks, Caribbean food and Caribbean drinks are like the best mm-hmm. for me. I love mm-hmm. it. So let me tell you about a little bit about Jamaica, what I found out. So Jamaica, the original habit, inhabitants of Jamaica, the Arawaks, grew corn and yams. And today the major crops of Jamaica include sugar cane, bananas, and mangoes. But none of those crops are native to the island. They are imported oh, to wow. Jamaica. Yeah. Like <laughs> those coconut palms, the breadfruit, and the bamboo, they're also imported to the island. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. And talking about rum, a bottle of rum, rum is the national drink of Jamaica. In Jamaica, rum is mixed with just about any beverage. That's why I love going to Jamaica. Try rum and some coconut water. For just a little special island drink. It's really cool. Rum and anything is good. Rum. <laughs> yes, rum and coke is really great, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> this one. You know James Bond, right? The yep. British writer, Ian Fleming, famous for his 007 James Bond character. Well, after designing his dream home, Ian Fleming decided to have it in Jamaica. And he named it Goldeneye. So in Jamaica, he wrote 10 of his world-renowned James Bond spy thrillers, all in that house in Goldeneye. So if you go to, if you go to Jamaica, go and see Goldeneye. Yep. Jamaica was one of the first Caribbean nations to gain its independence, and that was in 1962. So after years of internal self-government, Jamaica became an independent nation, but chose to remain a member of a British Commonwealth. So similar to Canada, Queen Elizabeth II remains the queen of Jamaica, but by tradition only. I did not know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Flags of the world, Jamaica, only one of only two countries in the world that has no colors in common with the flags of the United States of America. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and that, isn't that pretty interesting? I didn't know that one. And the innovation in Jamaica. Jamaica was the first country in the Western Hemisphere to build a railroad. Uh, who would have thought? They yeah. built their railroad. Um, they built their railroad a mere eighteen years after Britain became their um, like um, became theirs, right? So uh, okay. Jamaica also became the first Caribbean nation to launch its own website. Hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. The Blue Mountains and Moons. The stunning Blue Mountains in Jamaica are named for the mist that covers them. From a distance, the mist appears blue. A second moon in a month is called a blue moon. Um, However, there are some um, 
there have been like half a dozen uh, sightings of sapphire-colored moons in the past 40 years. So I'm not really sure what they mean by that. But I think if you look at the Blue Mountains when it's covered by the mist, you'll see these moons. They just look like moons. So I've never seen it, um, and I don't know anyone who's seen it yet. But I know I do know they have some really great coffee there. Yes, they do. Um, let's see. Over 200 species of orchids grow wild on the island of Jamaica. 73 of the species are unique to Jamaica. So there are about 1,000 species of trees and 500 species of, of ferns. Jamaica is the best place to see wild uh, flora and fauna, and it is. It's very beautiful. And there's one last little fact I want to share with you because he was talking about some of the strange laws in Jamaica. Here's one of the strange laws. Don't smoke in Jamaica. Tourists may be surprised to discover that marijuana is outlawed in Jamaica. Since 1913, Jamaican laws have stated that the cultivation, use, or possession of marijuana is illegal. People yep. caught with a small amount of the plant can face a lengthy prison sentence. So well, they, that's all for did you know. <laughs> well, they actually were loosening up now that the United States is um, loosening up the reins on marijuana use. Jamaica said that they were considering it. Right, they're still considering it. They oh, haven't passed that. They haven't. They haven't overturned that law just yet. Mm-hmm. But they really are trying to uh, overturn it and do some. Um, they're calling. They're calling them uh, marijuana tours. Right. So, yeah, those are those that's are in whole, the works. That's a whole nother show. That is. <laughs> That is. <laughs> That's it for Jamaica. Oh, right. that is a whole. Karen, I have to say that is a whole nother show. Can you imagine us uh, when you go to the reggae fest here? You, I, I think we need to inform the people there's no marijuana smoking. I don't. <laughs> it's hard to believe they don't. They don't know what that law is now. Well, you know, they do what they do, and there's. I have. In fact, I. I had planned to do a whole uh, show about uh, the marijuana tours that are taking place in the United States. There are companies, tour companies, that have put together um, products for people to actually take tours in Colorado and Oregon and, and Washington State. So that'll be that will be a show upcoming very soon. All right, people. Well, that's a that was a great show today. I think people are kind of can see we're kind of excited about Jamaica. This show went almost an hour and a half today. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is Travel Time with Karen, and contact us on Facebook, Travel Time with Karen. Hit us up at Karen at Travel Time with Karen, and we will talk to you guys next week. There's no better time than now. You have been listening to It's Travel Time with Karen. Karen is the owner of Peaks Cruises and Tours. You can find out more about Peaks Cruises and Tours by visiting PeaksCruisesTours.com or giving Karen a call at 512-252-8919. Thank you for listening, and we'll be looking for you next Tuesday.